Hello, I'm Anne, and you're watching CSO Executive Sessions. Joining me on the show today is Francis Yao in Singapore. Francis is Country Information Security Officer at IHH Healthcare. Welcome, Francis. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Anne, for inviting me. It's, it's an honor to, to be here today. Good to you. So, Francis, you started your career as a cybersecurity and intelligence officer at um, Singapore's Ministry of Defense. And you've held various roles in risk compliance and information security ever since um, at other organizations. Um, I'm curious to know what got you interested in cybersecurity. Hmm, it's a it's a very good question. If I can think back into the past about 17 years ago, to be honest, I didn't know what is cybersecurity. I didn't even know what is IT security. I just know that I've, I've taken one or two modules in the local National University of Singapore and then I graduate. So I, I just applied for a job as a fresh grad. I don't know what I want. I just applied for a job with the Ministry of Defense. And then they offered me a, a, a job in the IT security department. So that's, that's, uh, that was how I got into cybersecurity. But uh, once I step in into the department learning and doing all those cybersecurity, IT security is no turning back. I just fall in love with IT security. <laughs> mm. um, can you tell us one thing you wish you knew when you embarked on this career? Hmm. If, if, if I know earlier, since uh, 17, 18 years ago as a fresh grad, that IT security is a job that you cannot relax. Is always learning new things. Things are so fast-paced. When there's a cyber incident, you don't get to have your food, your lunch, your dinner. You don't even get to sleep. You just have to solve the problem. I wish that somebody told me that before I took out the role. But apparently, no one told me. Apparently, all my senior in, in my first job, they did not tell me that. But... Uh, that is also part of the reason why cybersecurity is an exciting job because mm. no single day are the same. No, no, no two days are exactly the same. Everything is so dynamic, it's so fast-paced, it's so fun, it's so exciting. That is something that is very attractive. And that is something that actually keep me going for so many years. <laughs> right. And so building on that, what advice would you give to someone who is exploring a career? in cybersecurity? Oh, I, I, I always get a question, especially for the, the younger people that I've met. I always tell them, if you really want to work in the cybersecurity space, make sure that you really love that kind of lifestyle. Make sure that you really uh, love cybersecurity. Don't just jump into a, a career just because cybersecurity is getting a lot of attention these days. I don't, I don't encourage them that. So I actually tell them that if their character is in a way that they always prefer to learn new things, they always want to explore new things, they, they, they can learn things very fast, uh, go for it. Cybersecurity may be something that excites them and, and make them very happy. Um, so the, 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 the one advice that I always give to the younger generation is that be curious, go and learn. And make sure that you can learn fast. Right. And <clears throat> um, cybersecurity can seem 
intimidating for people who don't have of course, the yeah, technical yeah. skills <laughs> yeah, or knowledge. So would you hire someone who doesn't have a background in yeah. security or technology? Yes, of course. In fact, uh, my, my two right-hand person, uh, they, 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 don't, they don't have a degree in IT. One of them actually has the degree in engineering. The other one have a degree in multimedia, but they are doing very well in cybersecurity because of the curiosity that they have, because of, of the character that they have, whereby they keep on learning new things. They are, they are very open-minded to learn new things. I actually see that they are doing very well in cybersecurity. And that is also the reason why both of them are my right-hand right, right hand person in, in, in my current company. And the thing is, let's 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 all uh, be very mindful that cybersecurity is not entirely about technology. It's also mm. about the people. It's also about the process. While a a, a cybersecurity person may not be well trained in technology, but they may be very good in the people element, the process element. That, that will give them a comparative advantage, even if they are not technology trained. So back to the question, if you ask me whether a person who are not technology trained, should they go for cybersecurity? My answer to you is yes, why not? If they have a very good interest in cybersecurity, even though they are not trained in technology, I think they can still do well in cybersecurity. And speaking of talent, um, quite often people in the field talk about talent shortage. Yes. Uh, zooming in on Singapore and the healthcare industry, what do you think are some things that can be done to alleviate the problem? Mm. I think talent shortage is an ongoing problem. If you're talking about 10 years ago, we also have talent shortage in Singapore, regardless of industry. The main reason is because the in the cyber in the cyber world or in the cyber space, um, the level of security is always uh, improving. You know, uh, as a more and more, uh, more more and more perpetrator, more and more underground group, they may want to uh, conduct their their own level of attack. So this is something that we can't stop. So even even ten years later, we will still have the talent shortage. But I think what is important for a lot of security uh, leader is to work smart. Security leader has to work smart and find ways to improve the way of doing things. In the past, let's talk about 10 years ago when we, when we talk about uh, having a paper checklist with 10, 20 questions as the number of questions increased to 50 to 100. That will actually slow down the whole process. To me, I believe in working smart if we can find a better way to do certain job, we should find a way to do that. If necessary, we should streamline our process. If necessary, we should outsource uh, the, 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 the more simpler job to external party and concentrate on, on, on the more value-added job to be done in-house by our own security people. I think that is very important. Right. And um, do you have any creative ideas to share with us on how CISOs can create a strong cyber risk culture among employees? Mm. 
um this 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 topic is 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 interesting because uh when I mentioned I I did mention that one one of my right hand person she is not IT trained she's a multimedia trained so I actually have that question uh discussed with her and both of us agree that while we are so advancing in cybersecurity uh and and so advancing in the security in the cyberspace a lot of companies tend to neglect the fundamental what is the fundamental which is the people there is a reason why i do believe that it is important to create the security awareness within the company itself if everybody can be a security person be a part time security person uh on top of their day to day job the level of security of the company will actually increase so in that case it is subconsciously preventing security incident from happening within the company due to human ignorance so mm-hmm. that is why i always give the advice that while we are investing so much in the future security don't neglect the fundamental which is our people security mm-hmm. awareness among the people that is very important yeah that's a good point um which brings me to my next question um people have been people have been traditionally viewed as the biggest liability um in cybersecurity um and you touched a bit on this as well in, uh when you spoke about awareness creating awareness how else can we turn them into assets instead to help secure an organization yes you're right human is a very big asset that any company will have so company should invest in the asset so in my company in our example my company invest a lot in security awareness among the people we train our people to improve their knowledge of cyber security on top of their daily job there is a but a nurse will also know the basic fundamental of cyber security a uh, uh, a doctor will also know a basic fundamental of security on top of the day to day job of caring for the patient so i think that's important that's why it's important for the company to recognize that employee is a asset and if we don't invest in the asset then that will be a very painful uh situation that's why investment on 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 the asset to train them up in cybersecurity is something that is very essential and i do mm-hmm. encourage a lot of company to do that security awareness program in any company should not be neglected that should be done as a fundamental requirement from a security point of view and um speaking of investments what communication strategy would you recommend for dealing with peers or stakeholders when talking about cybersecurity Um, I think especially when requesting for um, a cybersecurity budget, <laughs> I think is I think communication is very important. When when I communicate about cybersecurity to the stakeholder, I always use a very simple to understand lay person lay person term so that uh, the message can be brought across. But at the end of the day, let's all uh, recognize that language is a uh, It's just a media to bring across the idea. 
how to communicate the idea to the stakeholder is important, is the key. So for me, I always like to use analogy. I always like to tell story uh, to, to, to make the understanding of the cybersecurity topic much easier. Much easier for anyone to absorb and to understand. Hmm. Um, you mentioned earlier that uh, things change quite quickly in cybersecurity, there are a lot of things yeah. to keep up with. Um, mm -hmm. How do you keep up with changes, these changes? Well, um, I have my own way of keeping up with changes. Uh, it, it, it may not be the best, but at least I think that uh, the, my, my, my way is the, is, 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 is the best for me. I, I actually listen to podcasts when I do running. You know, as as a sister, my job is stressful. So sometimes I do exercise. Uh, when I when I when I do my jogging in the park, I just listen to podcasts and I get the latest news feed on cyber cyber security. Uh, I I do read up on a lot of uh cyber security news that was being pushed out to me. Uh, as I went, I also access to some of the forum where they discuss about cyber security topic. I think. The way that I used to, 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 to get the latest information, to, to learn new topic about cyber security is something that suits me a lot. And on top of that, I do have a lot of uh, CISO friends, cyber security friends that we gather together sometimes over a beer, we just discuss about uh, cyber security topic. That's how we learn. That's how we speed up the rate of learning new new. Uh, new technology, new security concern out there in the market. Apart from um, knowledge and updates in the industry, um, there's also the technology component. Now, given the wealth of cybersecurity solutions out there, what mm. advice would you give um, to other CISOs on selecting a vendor that's best for them? Mm. I think... First of all, we have, we have to understand that there is no uh, a solution that is a silver bullet that can solve everybody's uh, business case. So I think it's important for the security leader to understand that uh, their own um, pain point or business case may be different from the others, uh, from their peers. So when they are looking for vendors on certain products, they have to be very mindful that whether or not the, the solution can actually meet their use cases rather than the use cases that their peers are using. So that is very important. So I think that's why when I meet vendors, I always want to keep an open mind. It doesn't mean that uh, my peers in a similar industry, they can use it. and it, that Their solution will, will meet my requirement. It may not be the case. So a lot of time, I, I, I tend to uh, listen to vendors uh, talk and discussion with an open mind. And, and to the extent that even though I'm a security leader, I don't mind speaking to very junior people just to get to understand about certain technology. Quite a lot of time, uh, the, the, the younger generation, they may have a different idea and then they may, they may teach us something about a new technology and, and put us uh, or a speed up way of learning some, uh, certain thing. I think that is very important. Mm. So the keyword is always with an open mind. Mm. 
learn new things with an open mind. Right. And apart from that, um, do you have any parting thoughts to share with other CISOs who are watching? Um, yes, of course. Um, I would think that CISOs should always look at things with an open mind. Uh, while CISOs are not supermen, they may not be the expert in everything. With an open mind and willing to listen and willing to learn, I'm sure uh, the result will be very exciting. They, they will get to learn new things that, 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 that they did not know in the past. They may, they may see things from a different angle and they may be able to solve cybersecurity issues differently, in a different way. Right. Well, thanks, Francis, for making time to speak with me today. Um, and to our viewers, if you have any suggestions or feedback on the show, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Thanks for watching.